Hey family, I think we're on everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Good morning, good morning. Uh, we are getting ready to start our reading. I'm in the wrong book here, but uh, I'm so glad that you're with me. We're starting in Leviticus 13, and we're going through 20 today. And um, let's just pray before we start. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we have your word to depend on, to lean on, to guide us, to direct us, to instruct us, to correct us. Lord, I ask that you would just anoint your word today, that it would be life, that it would be breath and food. Lord, that it would carry us through um, our day as we continue on. I ask that you would bless every person, Lord. Wake everybody up. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Here we go, everybody. Here we are, Leviticus. I I made the words a little bigger on my screen too, so uh, maybe you guys can actually look at the phone and read with me because it's good if you read. It's good if you read and uh, and listen along, okay? <clears throat> Here we go, Levit Leviticus 13, Amplified Version. <clears throat> then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, when a man has a swelling on the skin of his body, a scab or a bright spot, and it becomes the infection of leprosy, on the skin of his body, then he shall be brought to Aaron, the priest, or to one of his sons, the priests. The priest shall look at the diseased spot on the skin of his body, and if the hair in the infection has turned white, and the infection appears deeper than the skin off of his body, it is an infection of leprosy. When the priest was... When the priest has looked at him, he shall pronounce him ceremonially unclean. If the bright spot of white is on the skin of his body, but does not appear to be deep, deeper than the skin, and the hair on it has not turned white, the priest shall isolate the person who has the infection for seven days. The priest shall examine it on the seventh day, and if is in his estimation, the infection has not changed and has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall isolate him for seven more days. The priest shall examine him again on the seventh day, and if the infection has more normal color and the spot and the spot has not spread on the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is only a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spreads farther on the skin after he has shown himself to the priest for his ceremonial cleansing, he shall show himself to the priest again. The priest shall look, and if the scab has spread on the skin, then he shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. When leprosy, when a leprous infection is on a person, he shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall examine him, and there um and there, if there is a white swelling on the skin and it has turned the hair white and there is a new raw flesh in the swelling, it is a chronic leprosy on the skin of his body and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. He shall isolate himself because he is clearly unclean. But if the suspected le leprosy breaks out farther on the skin and it covers all the skin of the one who has the outbreak from his head to his foot, wherever the priest looks, the priest shall examine him. If the suspected leprosy has covered his entire body, he shall pronounce him clean of the disease. It has all turned white and he is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears on him, he shall be unclean. The priest shall examine the raw flesh and he shall pronounce him unclean. The raw flesh is unclean. It is leprosy. But if the raw flesh turns again and is changed to white, then he shall come to the priest and the priest shall examine him. And if the diseased part is changed to white, then the priest shall pronounce him who had the disease to be clean. He is clean. And when there is on the skin of the body a, the scar of a boil that is healed, and it 
And in, in the place of the boil, there is a white swelling or a bright spot, reddish white, that it shall be no, shown to the priest. And the priest shall look, and if it looks deeper than the skin, and the hair of it has turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the disease of leprosy. It has broken out in the boil. But if a, the priest examines it and finds no white hair on it, and it is not deeper than the skin, and is dull in color, then the priest shall isolate him for seven days. If it spreads farther on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a disease. But if the bright spot remains where it is and does not spread, it is a scar of the boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or if the body has on its skin a burn from a from fire, and the new flesh of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish white or white, reddish white or white, then the priest shall examine it. And if the hair in the bright spot has turned white, and it appears deeper than the skin, then leprosy has broken out in the burn. So the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the disease of leprosy. <coughs> but the priest examines it, and there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it is not deeper than the rest of the skin, it, but is dull in color. <clears throat> in color. Then the priest shall isolate him for seven days, and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day. If it is spreading farther than on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. But if the bright spot remains in its place and has not spread in the skin, but is dull in color, it, and it is swelling from the burn, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is a scarf of the burn. When a man or a woman has a disease on the head or on the beard face, the priest shall examine the diseased place, and if it appears to be deeper than the skin, with yellow, thin hair on it, and the priest, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scale. It is leprosy of the head or beard. But if the priest examines a spot infected by the scale, and it does not appear deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair on it, uh, sorry, the priest shall isolate the person with a scaly infection for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest shall examine the diseased spot. If the scale has not spread and has no hair on it, then the, and the scale does not look deeper than the skin, then he shall shave himself, but he shall not shave the scale, and the priest shall isolate the person with the scale for seven more days. Then on the seventh day, the priest shall look at the scale. If the scale has not spread on the skin and it appears to be no deeper than the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scale spreads farther on the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall examine him. And if the scale is spread on the skin, the priest need not look for the yellowish hair. He is unclean. If, the, if in the priest's estimation the scale has remained without spreading and black hair has grown in it, the scale is healed and he is clean and the priest shall pronounce him clean. When a man or a woman is, has bright spots on the skin of the body, even white bright spots, then the priest shall look and if the spots on the skin of their bodies is a dull white, it is only a rash that is broken out on the skin. He is clean. If a man loses the hair on his head, he is bald, but he is clean. If a man loses the hair on his head, he is bald, but he is clean. But if he loses the hair on the front of his head, he is bald on the forehead, but he is clean. But if there is a reddish white infection on the bald head or forehead, it is leprosy breaking out on his bald head and forehead. Then the priest shall examine him, and if the diseased swelling is reddish white on his bald head or forehead, like the appearance of leprosy on the skin of the body, he is a leprous man, he is unclean. The priest shall most certainly pronounce him unclean, his disease is on his head. As for the leper who has the infection, his clothes shall be torn, and the hair of his head shall be uncovered, disheveled, disheveled, sorry, disheveled, and he shall 
cover his mustache and call out unclean, unclean, and shall remain ceremonially unclean as long as the disease is on him. He is unclean. He shall live alone. He shall live outside the camp. When a garment has marked the mark of leprosy on it, whether it is wool, a wool garment or a linen garment, whether in woven or knitted material or in the warp, lengthwise strands or woof, crosswise strands, of linen or of wool or in a skin or in anything made of leather, if the mark is greenish or reddish if in the garment or or in the leather or in the warp or, or woof or in any article made of leather, it is an infestation of leprosy and shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall examine the mark and shall quarantine the article with the mark for seven days. He shall examine the mark on the seventh day. If it is spread on the garment, in the garment, whether in the warp or the woof or in the leather, whatever the leather's purpose, the mark is malignant leprosy. It has, it is unclean. So he shall burn the garment, whether the warp or woof, in wool or linen or on anything made of leather, which is the mark occurs for it is a malignant leprosy, it shall be burned in the fire. But if the priest sees that the mark is not spread in the garment, either in the warp or the woof or anything made of leather, then the priest shall order that they may they wash the thing in which the mark occurs, and, the, and he shall quarantine it for seven more days. The priest shall examine the article with the mark after, he has, after it has been washed, and if the mark has not changed color, even though the mark is not spread, it is unclean. If you shall, you shall burn it in fire, it is a corroding mildew, whether on the top or in the front of it. If the priest looks at the mark and has, and, and the mark has faded, after it is washed, he shall tear it out of the garment or the leather or out of the warp or wolf. If it still appears in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf or anything made of leather, it is an outbreak. You shall burn the marked part on the fire. The garment, whether the warp or the wolf, anything made of leather from which the mildew has departed after washing, shall be washed a second time, and it will be ceremonially clean. This is the law for the leprosy for a leprosy disease in a garment of wool or linen, either in warp or woof, or in anything made of leather, to pronounce it clean or unclean. Leviticus 14. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper on the day of his ceremonial cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest at a meeting place outside the camp. The priest shall go out of the camp to meet him, and the priest shall examine him. And if the leper has been healed of the infection of leprosy, then the priest shall give orders to take him to live clean birds and cedar wood and scarlet string and hyssop for the one to be cleansed. Next, the priest shall order that the one of the birds be killed as a sacrifice in an earthenware container over fresh running water. And if and for the live bird, he shall be take it together with the cedar wood and the scarlet string and the hyssop and shall dip them in the live bird in the blood, the live bird in the blood of the bird sacrificed over the running water. He shall sprinkle the blood seven times on the one to be cleansed from the leprosy and shall pronounce him ceremonially clean. Then he shall let the live bird go free over the open field. The one to be cleansed shall wash his clothes, shave off his hair and bathe in water and he shall be clean. After that, he may come into the camp, but he shall stay outside of his tent for seven days. On the seventh day, he shall shave off all his hair. He shall shave his head and his beard and his eyebrows, even all his, all his hair on his body. Then he shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water and be clean. Now on the eighth day, he shall take two male lambs without blemish, a yearling ewe lamb without blemish, three-tenths of an ephah, 
ephah of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering and one log about a pint of oil. And the priest who cleanses him shall present him shall present the man to be cleansed and his offerings before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Then the priest shall take one of the male lambs and offer it as a guilt offering with a log of oil and present them as a wave offering before the Lord. He shall kill the male lamb in the place where, the, where they where they skin the sin offering and the burnt offering in the sacred place, the courtyard of the tabernacle, for the guilt offering, like the sin offering, belongs to the priest, it is most holy. The priest shall take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall also take some of the log of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in the left hand, left palm, with his finger sprinkle some of the oil seven times before the Lord. Of the rest of the oil which is in his palm, the priest shall put some on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on top of the blood of the guilt offering. The remaining oil that is in the priest's palm shall be put on the head of the one to be cleansed. The priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord. Next, the priest shall offer the sin offering and make atonement for the one to be cleansed from his uncleanness and afterward kill the burnt offering. The priest shall offer the burnt offering and the grain offering onto, on the altar and the priest shall make atonement for him and he shall be clean. But if the leper, if the cleansed leper is poor and his means are insufficient, then he shall, he is to take one lamb as a guilt offering to be waved and to make atonement for him and one-tenth of an ephah a fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering and a log of oil and two turtle doves or two young pigeons such as he can afford one shall be a sin offering the other a burnt offering he shall bring them on the eighth day for his ceremonial cleansing to the priest at the doorway of the tent of meeting before the Lord. The priest shall take the lamb of the guilt offering on the log and the log of oil and shall present them as a wave offering before the Lord. Next, he shall kill the lamb of the guilt offering and the priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall pour some of the oil into his left palm and with his right finger, the priest shall sprinkle some of the oil that is in his left palm seven times before the Lord. The priest shall put some of the oil in his palm on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot and places where he has put the blood of the guilt offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's palm shall be put on the head of the one to be cleansed to make atonement for him before the Lord. Oh, then shall the off, then shall offer one of the turtle doves or two young pigeons which are within his means. He shall offer what he can afford, one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. Together with the grain offering, the priest shall make atonement before the Lord on behalf of the one to be cleansed. This is the law for the one in whom there is an infection of leprosy who means whose means are limited for his ceremonial cleansing. The Lord further spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When you come into the land of Canaan, which I am giving you as a possession, I will put a mark of leprosy on the ha a house in your land. And the one who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, I have seen something that looks like a mark of leprosy in my house. The priest shall order that, the empty, that they empty the house before they go in to examine the mark, so that everything in the house will not have will not have to be declared unclean. Afterward, he shall go in to see the house. He shall examine the mark. If the mark is on the walls of the house 
is has a greenish or a reddish depressions and appears deep in the surface, the priest shall go out of the house to the doorway and quarantine the house for seven days. The priest shall return on the seventh day and look, and if the mark is spread on the walls of the house, he shall order them to tear out the contaminated stones and throw them into an unclean place outside the city. He shall have the entire inside area of the house scraped and the plaster that is scraped off shall be dumped in an unclean place outside the city. They shall Then they shall take new stones and replace the contaminated stones, and he shall take plaster and replaster the house. If, however, the mark breaks out again in the house after he has removed the stones and has scraped, the replastered, scraped and replastered the house, then the priest shall come and look again, and if the mark has spread in the house, it is a malignant leprosy in the house and is ceremonially ceremonially. Huh, unclean he shall tear down the house its stones and its timber and all the plaster of the house and shall take everything outside the city to an unclean place moreover whoever goes into the house during the time that is quarantined becomes unclean until evening and whoever lies down in the house to rest shall wash his clothes and whoever eats in the house shall wash his clothes but if the priest comes in and inspects it and the mark is has not spread in the house after it has been replastered he shall pronounce the house clean because the mark has not reappeared to cleanse the house then he shall take two birds of cedar two birds and cedar wood and scarlet string and hyssop and he shall kill one of the birds in an earthenware container over running water and he shall take the cedar wood and the hyssop and the scarlet string and the living bird and dip them in the blood of the slain bird as well as the running water and sprinkle the house seven times so he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the running water along with the live bird and the cedar wood and the hyssop and the scarlet string but he shall let the let the live bird go free outside the city into the open field so he shall make atonement for the house and it will be clean this is the law for any mark of leprosy even for a scale and for the leprous garment or house and for a swelling or for a scab, or for a bright spot on the skin, to teach that when they are unclean and when they are clean, this is the law of leprosy in regard to both persons and property. Leviticus 15, the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when any man has bodil- has a bodily discharge, and his, his discharge is unclean, this shall be the law concerning his unclean- uncleanness in his discharge. Whether his body allows its discharge to flow or obstruct its flow, it is uncleanness for him. Every bed on which the one who has the discharge lies becomes unclean, and everything on which he sits becomes unclean. Whoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whoever sits on anything on which the man with the discharge has been sitting shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Also, whoever touches the man with the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And if he who has the discharge spits on one who is unclean, that he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water to be unclean until evening. Only any saddle on which the man has discharged with a discharge rides becomes unclean. Whoever touches anything that has been under him shall be unclean until evening. And whoever carries the, those things shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Whomever the one of the discharge touches without rinsing his hands in water shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. An, unearth, an earthenware container that the one with the discharge touches shall be broken and every wooden container shall be rinsed in water. When the man with the discharge becomes 
becomes cleansed from his discharge, he shall count off seven days for his purification. And he shall then wash his clothes and bathe his body in running water and become clean. On the eighth day, he shall take two turtle doves and two young pigeons and come before the Lord of the doorway to the doorway of the tent of meeting and give them to the priest and the priest shall offer them one as the sin offering, the other as the burnt offering. So the priest shall make atonement for the man before the Lord because of his discharge. Now, if any man has a seminal emission, he shall wash his body in water and be unclean until evening. Every garment and every leather on where on which there is semen shall be washed with water and shall be unclean until evening. If a man lies with a woman so that there is a seminal emission, <coughs> they shall both bathe in water and be unclean until evening. When a woman has a discharge <coughs> of her of her bodily discharge is blood, she shall continue in her menstrual impurity for seven days. And whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. Everything on which she lies during her menstrual impurity shall be unclean, and everything on which she sits shall be unclean. Anyone who touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Whoever touches anything on which she sits shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And if it sits and if it sits on her bed or on the thing on which she is sitting, when he touches it, he shall be unclean until evening. If any man actually lies with her so that her menstrual impurity is on him, he shall be unclean for seven days, and every bed on which he lies shall be unclean. Now if a woman has a flow of blood for many days, not during the time of her menstruation, or if she has a discharge beyond that period, as long as the impure discharge continues, shall she shall be as she shall be as she is in the days of her normal menstrual impurity. She is unclean. Every bed on which she lies during the time of her discharge shall be like her bed of her menstrual impurity. And whatever she sits on shall be unclean, like the uncleanness of her monthly period. And whoever touches those things shall be unclean and shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. When she is cleansed from her discharge, then she shall count off herself in seven days. After that, she will be clean. Then on the eighth day, she shall take for herself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest at the doorway of the tent of meeting. And the priest shall offer one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. And he shall make atonement for her before the Lord for her unclean discharge. Thus you shall separate the Israelites from the un their uncleanness so that they do not die in their uncleanness by their defiling my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law for the one who has been who has a discharge, for the one who has a seminal emission, uh, so that he so that he is unclean by it, and for the woman who is ill because of her monthly period, and for the one who has discharged, whether man or woman, for a man who lies with a woman who is ceremonially unclean. Leviticus 16. Then the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of his two sons Aaron, who had died when they irreverently approached the presence of the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother that he must not enter at any time into the holy place inside the veil, the holy of holies, before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, or he will die. For I will appear in the cloud over the mercy seat. Aaron, as high priest, shall enter the holy place in this way with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering and the blood of a ram as a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen tunic and the linen undergarments shall be next to his body and he shall be belted with the linen sash 
and dressed with linen turban. These are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water and put on put them on. He shall take from the congregation of the Israelites at their expense two male goats as a sin offering and one ram as a burnt offering. Then Aaron shall present the bull as a sin offering for himself and make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord, the other one for the, the other lot for the scapegoat. <laughs> so, <clears throat> sorry. Then Aaron shall bring the goat on the on which the Lord's lot has fell and offered as a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell for the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement, and it shall be sent into the wilderness as the scapegoat. Aaron shall present the bull as an offering for the for himself, <clears throat> and make atonement for himself and for his household, the other priests, and he shall kill the bull as the sin offering for himself. He shall take a censer full of burning coals from the bronze altar before the Lord and two handfuls of finely ground sweet incense and bring it inside the veil into the most holy place and put the incense on the fire, the censer before the Lord so that the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the ark of the testimony. Otherwise he will die. He shall take some of the bull's blood and sprinkle it with his finger on the east side of the mercy seat. Also in front of the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering that is of the, for the sins of the people and bring its blood within the veil of the most holy place and do with its blood as he did with the blood of the bull and sprinkle it on the mercy seat in front of the mercy seat. So shall he make atonement for the holy place the Holy of Holies, because of the uncleanness and transgressions of the Israelites for all their sins. He shall also do this for the tent of meeting, which is among them in the midst of their uncleanness and purities. There shall be no person in the tent of meeting when the high priest goes in to make atonement for the holy place within the veil until he comes out so that he may make atonement for himself, his own sins, and for his household, and for all the sins and for all of the congregation of Israel. Then he shall go out to the altar of the burnt offering in the court, which is before the Lord, and make atonement for it. And he shall take <clears throat> some of the blood of the bull and of the goat and put it on the horns of the altar on all sides. With his finger he shall sprinkle some of the blood on the altar of the burnt offering seven times and cleanse it and consecrate it uh, from the uncleanness of the Israelites. When he has finished atoning for the holy place, and the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall present the live goat. Then Aaron shall lay both hand, both his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the wickedness of the sons of Israel and all their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And he shall lay them on the head of the goat, the scapegoat, the sin bearer, and send it away into the wilderness <clears throat> by the hand of a man who is prepared for the task. The goat shall carry on itself all there is on itself all there, the Israelites' wickedness, carrying them into a solitary and infertile land, and he shall release the goat into the wilderness. Then Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting and take off the linen garments, which he put on when he went to the holy place, the holy of holies, and shall leave them there. He shall bathe his body in water in a holy place and put on his clothes and come out <clears throat> and offer burnt offering and that all the people and make atonement for himself and for the people. He shall, and he shall offer up in smoke the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The man who released the goat as the sin bearer, scapegoat, shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water. And afterward, he, uh, he, may, he may come into the camp. The bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought 
in to make the atonement for the holy place, the holy of holies, shall be taken outside the camp, their skins, their meat, and their waste shall be burned in the fire. Then he, he who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterward he may come into the camp. This shall be a permanent statute for you in the seventh month, nearly October, on the tenth day of the month. You shall humble yourselves by fasting and not do any work, whether the native-born or the stranger who lives in temporarily among you. For it is on this day that the atonement shall be made for you to cleanse you. You will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, and you shall humble yourselves. It is a permanent statute, so the priest who is anointed and ordained to serve and minister as priest in his father's place shall make atonement. He shall wear the holy linen garments and make atonement for the holy sanctuary. He shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar of the burnt offering in the court. He shall also make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly. This shall be a permanent statue for you so that the atonement may be made for the children of Israel for all their sins once a year. So he did just as the Lord had commanded Moses, Leviticus 17. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons and all the children of Israel and say to them, this is what the Lord has commanded saying, any man from who, from the house of Israel who kills an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp or kills it outside the camp and has not brought it to the doorway of the tent of meeting to offer it as an offering to the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord, that man shall be guilty of bloodshed. He shall shed the blood. He, he has shed blood and has cut off, shall be cut off from his people, excluding from him, excluding him from the atonement made for them. <clears throat> this is so that the sons of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they were sacrificed to idols in the open field where they killed them that they may bring them into the door into the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting to the priests and sacrifice them as sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. The priest shall sprinkle the blood on the altar and the Lord of the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting and offer the fat up in smoke as a sweet soothing aroma to the Lord. So they shall no longer offer their sacrifices to goats, idols, or demons, or field spirits with which they have played the prostitute. Ooh. This shall be a permanent statue for them throughout their generations. Then you shall say to them, any man from the house of Israel or any of the strangers living temporarily among you who offers burnt offering or sacrifice or does not bring it to the doorway of the tent of meeting to offer it to the Lord shall be cut off from his people, excluding him from the atonement made for them. Any man from the house of Israel or stranger living temporarily among you who eats any blood against that person, I shall set my face and I will cut him off from his people, excluding him from the atonement made from the, for them. <clears throat> for the life is the flesh, for the, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and it is, it is, and I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For if the blood that makes atonement by reason of life, which is, <clears throat> which it represents, therefore I have said, the, to the sons of Israel, no person among you may eat blood, nor may a nor any stranger living temporarily among you eat blood. So when the Israelites or any stranger living temporarily among them catches any ceremonial clean animal or bird when hunting, he shall pour out his blood and cover it with earth. For in regard to the life of all flesh, it is the, it is, its blood is the same as its life. Therefore, I said to the Israelites, you are not to eat the blood of any flesh for the life of all flesh is, is, is its blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off, excluded from him for the atonement made for them. Every person that eats, who eats any animal which dies of natural causes 
or was torn by a predator, or whether native-born or a stranger, he shall wash his clothes and be bathed in water, and shall be ceremonially unclean until evening. Then he will become clean. If he does not wash his clothes or bathe his body, he shall bear his guilt, for it will not be borne by the sacrifice of atonement. <clears throat> Sorry, here we go. Uh, Leviticus 18. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, I am the Lord your God. You shall not do what is done in the land of Egypt where you lived. You shall do what is done in the land of Canaan where I am. Sorry, the little land of Canaan, where I am bringing you. You shall not follow their statutes, practices, or customs. You shall follow my judgments, uh, precepts, ordinances, and keep my statutes, and live by them. I am the Lord your God. So you shall keep my statutes and my judgments, by which, if a person keeps them, he shall live. I am the Lord. No one shall approach any blood relative of his uncovered, of, of his to uncover nakedness. Uncover nakedness, have intimate relations. I am the Lord. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father. That is the nakedness of your mother. She is your mother. You shall not uncover her nakedness. For you shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your sister, either the daughter of your father or of your mother, whether born at home or born elsewhere. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter. Their nakedness you shall not uncover, for they are your own nakedness, that is, your own descendants. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife, born to your father, she is your sister. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's sister, she is your father's blood relative. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, for she is your mother's blood relative. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's brother's wife, for you shall not approach his wife, she is your aunt. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your daughter-in-law, she is your son's wife. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your brother's wife, it is your brother's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of a woman or her daughter, nor shall you take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover their nakedness. Have intimate relations, relations with them. They are her blood relatives. It is an outrageous offense. You shall not marry a woman in addition to her sister as a rival while she is alive to uncover her nakedness. Also, you shall approach a woman to uncover her. You shall not approach a woman to uncover her nakedness during her menstrual impurity and ceremonially ceremonial uncleansing. Uncleanness. Oh, you shall not have intimate relations with your neighbor's wife to be defiled with her. You shall not give any of your children to offer them by fire as a sacrifice to Molech, the god of the Ammonites. Abortion. You, nor shall you profane the name of your god by honoring idols as gods. I am the Lord. You shall not lie intimately with a male as one lies with a female. It is repulsive. You shall not have intimate relationships with any animal to be defiled with it, nor shall a woman stand before an animal to mate with it. It is a perversion. Do not defile yourselves by any of these things, for by all these, the nations which I am casting out before you have become defiled. For the land has become defiled, therefore I have brought its punishment upon it, and the land vomits out its inhabitants. But as for you, you are to keep my statutes and my judgments, precepts, and shall not commit any of these repulsive acts, neither the native-born nor the stranger who lived temporarily among you. For all these repulsive acts have been done by the man, 
by the men who lived in the land before you, and the land has become defiled. Do not do none of these things, so that the land will not vomit you out. You shall, should you defile it, it has should you defile it, it as it has vomited out the nations which has done which has been before you. For whoever commits any of these repulsive acts, those persons who do so shall be cut off from among their people, excluding them from the atonement made for them. So keep my command. Do not practice any of the repulsive customs, customs which have been practiced before you, so as not to defile yourselves by them. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 19. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to all the congregation of the children of Israel, almost done, you shall be holy, for I am the Lord your God, am holy. Each of you shall respect his mother and his father, and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols to make for yourselves molten gods, cast um, images cast in metal. I am the Lord your God. <clears throat> now when you offer a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord, you shall offer it so that you may be accepted. It shall be eaten the same day you offer it on the day following. And if anything rem <clears throat> remains until the third day, it shall be burned by the fire. But if it is eaten... At all on the third day, it is repulsive. It will be. It will not be accepted by God as an offering. Everyone who eats it will bear the responsibility for his wickedness, for he has profaned a holy thing of the Lord. That is, and that person shall be cut off from his people, excluding him from the atonement made for them. Now, when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap to the very corners of your field, nor shall you gather the gleanings, grain. At left after reaping of your harvest, and you shall not glean your vineyard, nor sh sorry, nor shall you gather its fallen grapes. You shall leave them for the poor and for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. See, the Lord loves the people who uh, who are poor and the ones who are part of us. You shall not steal nor deal deceptively, nor lie to one another. You shall not swear an oath falsely by my name, so as to profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. You shall not oppress or exploit your neighbor, nor rob him. You shall not withhold him, withhold the wages of a hired man overnight until morning. You shall not curse a deaf man, or nor put a stumbling block before the blind. You shall, <clears throat> but you shall fear the Lord without profane reverence. I am the Lord. You shall not do injustices, but you shall fear your God with, uh, with profound reverence. Sorry, I am the Lord your God. You shall not do injustice in judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor show a preference for the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. You shall not go around as gossip among your people. You shall not act against your life of your neighbor with slander or false testimony. I am the Lord. You shall not hate your brother in your heart. You may mostly, you most certainly rebuke your neighbor, but shall not incur sin because of him. You shall not take revenge nor bear any grudge against the sons of your people, but you shall love your neighbor, acquaintance, associate, companion as yourself. I am the Lord. You are to keep my statutes. You shall not breed together two kinds of your cattle. You shall not sow your fields with two kinds of seed, nor wear clothing of two kinds of materials mixed together. <clears throat> nor if any man has intimate relations with a woman who is a slave acquired for marriage to another man, but who has not been redeemed nor, nor given her freedom. There shall be punishment after an investigation. They shall not be put to death. Because she was not free, but he shall be, bring guilt, his guilt offering to the Lord, to the doorway of the tent of meeting, a ram as a guilt offering. The priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering before the Lord for the sin which he has committed, and he shall be forgiven his sin. When you enter the land and plant all kinds of trees for food, you shall consider their fruit forbidden for three years. 
The fruit shall be forbidden to you. You shall not, it shall not be eaten. In the fourth year, all the fruit shall be holy, an offering of praise to the Lord. In the fifth year, you may eat the fruit of the trees. This is so that their yield may increase for you. I am the Lord your God. You shall not eat anything of the blood, nor practice divination using omens or witchcraft or soothsaying. You shall not trim around Trim and round off the side growth of the hair on your heads, nor may the edges of your beard. You shall not take make any cuts to your body in mourning for the dead, nor make any tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. Uh, do not profane your daughter by making her a prostitute, so that the land will not fall into prostitution and become full of wickedness. You shall keep my Sabbaths and revere my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not turn to mediums who pretend to consult the dead or to its spiritists who have spirits of divination. You do not seek them out to be out to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. You shall rise before the gray-headed and, <clears throat> and honor the aged, and you, uh, and you shall fear your God with profound reverence. I am the Lord. When a stranger resides within your land, you shall not oppress or mistreat him. But the stranger who resides with you shall be to you like someone native-born among you. You shall love him as yourself, you, uh, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt, where uh, I am the Lord your God. You shall, go, you shall do no wrongs in judgment, in measurement of weight or quantity. You shall have just and accurate balances, uh, just weights, just ephah, and a just hin. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You shall observe and keep my statutes and all my ordinances and do them. I am the Lord. Last chapter. I'm going to go fast. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Moreover, you shall say to the children of Israel, any Israelite or stranger residing in Israel who gives any of his children to Molech, the God of the Ammonites, as a human sacrifice shall most certainly be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. I will also set my face against that man, opposing him, withdrawing my protection from him. And I will cut him off from his people, excluding him from the atonement made for them because he has given some of his children to Molech so as to defile my sanctuary and profane my holy name. If the people of the land should ever tolerate that man when he gives an, any of his children as a blunt offering to Molech and fail to put him to death as my law requires, then I shall set my face against that man and against his extended family, and I will cut him off from their people, both him and all who follow him in play, uh, him in playing the prostitute, committing apostasy with Moloch. As for the person who turns to mediums, who consults, who consult the dead, or to spiritists who play the prostitute after them, I shall set my face against that person, and I will cut him off from his people, excluding him from the atonement made for them. You shall consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. If anyone curses his father or mother, he shall most certainly be put to death. He has cursed his father and mother. His blood is on him, and that is, he bears full responsibility for his consequences. The man who commits adultery with another's wife, even his neighbor's wife, uh, the adulterer and the adulteress shall most certainly be put to death. The man who lies intimately with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall most certainly be put to death. Their blood is on them. If a man lies intimately with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall be most certainly be put to death. They have committed incest. Their blood is on them. If a man lies intimately with a male as if he were a woman, both men have committed a detestable, perverse, unnatural act. They shall most certainly be put to death. Their blood is on them. It is immoral and shameful if a man marries a woman and her mother and 
All three shall be burned in fire so that there is no immorality among you. If a man has intimate relationships with an animal, he shall most certainly be put to death. You shall kill the animal also. If a woman approaches any animal to mate with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall most certainly be put to death. Their blood is on them. If a man takes his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, so that he seeks her nakedness, and she sees his nakedness, it is a disgrace, and they shall be cut off from the sight of the sons of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. He bears responsibility for his guilt. If a man lies intimately with a woman during her menstrual cycle and uncovers her nakedness, he has exposed her flow or that's right uh, and she has uncovered the flow of her blood both of them shall be cut off from their people excluding them from the atonement made for, for them you shall not uncover the nakedness have intimate relations with your mother's sister for your mother or your father's sister for such one has uncovered the blood his blood relatives they will bear their guilt if there is a man who lies intimately with his uncle's wife he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness they will bear their sin. They will die childless. If a man takes his brother's wife and is hated, and un- it is a hated and unclean thing, he has uncovered his brother's nakedness. He will be childless. Therefore, keep all my statutes and all my ordinances and do them so that the land where I am bringing you to live may not vomit you out as it did those before you. You shall follow my statutes, laws, practices, customs of the nation, which I'm driving out before you. For they did all these things and therefore I have loathed them. But I have said to you, you are, you are to inherit and take possession of their land and I will give it to you a possession to possess a land plenty. A land of plenty flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has separated you from the peoples, pagan nations. You are therefore to make distinction between the ceremonially clean animal and the unclean, and between the unclean bird and the clean. And you shall not make yourselves detestable by any animal or bird or by anything that crawls on the ground, which has I have set apart from you as unclean. And you are holy to you are holy to me, for I am the I the Lord am holy. And have set you apart from the peoples, nations to be mine, a man or a woman who is a medium who pretends to consult the dead or who is a spiritist shall be most certainly put to death and be stoned with stones. Their blood is on them. Praise the Lord. That was a big haul. It is 715. Lord, bless. Lord, anoint. I ask that you would just cover Holy Spirit, cover them. Angels go with them. Lord, everywhere they go, let let them prosper. Bless them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. And we will see you next Monday. Those of you who are here in Tucson, we'll see you at the river. On Sunday, we are having communion this Sunday. So join us at 1130 at the river. We love you. We'll see you later.